With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I say what you know about it. It's the stew, baby. Got the knees and plus. Yeah, it's too hot, baby. And the room a lot. Hello, hello. <laughs> You're listening to The Stew. My name is Jason Stewart. This is my food podcast. Food podcast. True story. Chris Stewart, say hello. Hello. My brother, Chris Stewart. Hello. Culinary giant. <laughs> Front of house. I see the, I see where this, this episode's going to oh, go. No, really? I, I catch the vibe. Middle of the house. And I want it. Is there a middle of house, Stewie? Nope. There is, there were, there will be, as we're blurring the lines between the two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. 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 I would say the middle of the house is just like that little nook where the waitress, uh, waiters and waitresses gather together to shed, share some gossip real quick. With as, the with the cooks, as you punch in some orders on the POAS. POAS. Point of sale. Oh yeah, uh, and also point of sale. Andre Conaparo in the house. Culinary giant. Andre Conaparo. <laughs> Take it to the house. They call. They call the cash register at a restaurant POS system, point of sale. But yeah. I never realized until a week ago that like that's a common nickname for a piece, piece of, of shit. shit. Yeah, that's right. And I a lot of them that. are. Oh, yeah. POS? Yeah, like a POS is like fucking a stupid POS thing. bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P- POS. I mean, yeah. Huh. Which, which brings us to the question of the day. Are all point of sale systems pieces of shit? No. What's, what's the best one of all time? Oh, that's so subjective. Depends. Aloha's on... bunk, right? Aloha's a big no, one. I like Aloha. You like Aloha? I like Aloha. I, 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 don't I have shred a ton Aloha. Of, I don't have a ton of uh-huh. experience on them. Yeah, I can. I you get. Getting, you get. I get barreled pretty you get good. Barreled on Aloha. pretty good on Aloha. Never. I sometimes I get pitted, but it rarely. <laughs> it rarely crashes. Um, I remember, very heavy and very expensive. Yeah. Um, it seems like one of, it was one of those things where it's just like they remind me of computers. In like the early '90s, where like it just shit will always went wrong with them. There's just always, like nowadays we're so lucky to have Apple computers that, for the most part, have no issue ever. It's true. Yeah, but I the- mean there are issues, but like compared to when you're in 1994 and you're using your your Windows 95 system or whatever, and on your 486 computer and just. It was just a, smashing your head on the keyboards. Constant probs. Yeah. And but and then when I worked at at Cinespace, which is a, a club that I worked at for a long time, it seemed like every other hour the manager had to be on the phone with the guy from the POS system reboot doing like some troubleshooting stuff. There's just always they use micros? Squirrel. Squirrel I've heard was this not the best. The top top are when it comes to like proper full service, 
This is right. also, by the way, not the question of the day. We're not going to talk about this. Aloha. We're going to wrap this up micro. real quick. <laughs> Aloha and micro. Those are the big ones. Aloha and micro. And then now with the quick server stuff, it's like Square and Clover. Yeah. Clover is the one that's like integrated with, with Bank of America. It kind of snaps right. and flips from horizontal. But to yeah, it seems like quick. now finally yeah. it took forever years to have an iPad-based cash register system that looks like a modern piece of software that seems to work all right. Yeah. But even like I was, um, I had dinner at, for a friend's birthday at Chateau Marmont mm. a few days ago. Humble brag. Which is, humble brag. I, I didn't orchestrate it. I was just a guest, which almost is even more of a humble. Brand. I like the story behind it too. If yeah, you want to tell that one, all the tight stuff without the, the working for it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, how's, how am I going to interweave a POS system? You ask. Well, we had a meal there. It was shitty. The food at Chateau Marmont sucks balls. <laughs> they have truffle fries that are delicious, but Chateau Marmont it's like legendary no hotel and like best hotel in L.A. Like most people favorite hotels in the country like agreed anthony bourdain has a whole episode where he just talks about chateau marmont being the best hotel ever people love it and people live there people, people live, live there li- live there for like two years like Lindsay lohan still lives there yeah there's like a they have like a which whole... is not a not in the plus column but it, we're just giving you some right. background on the you hotel can. There, yeah you can just call a concierge and ask for anything like hey my my prostitute just died, and they're like, cool, don't call 911, we got you, fam. <laughs> like, hey, I'm overdosing on heroin. They're like, cool. We'll be, what, is that room three, 328? Right, we'll yeah, be right there. Absolutely, sir. I need a six-foot hoagie at four in the morning. Happens. It'll show up. No problem. Huh. No problem, Mr. Goodman. <laughs> John Goodman. Hey. But we're Friend eating the there, park. and I was looking at their POS system, and it looks, I mean, it looks like when you go to a dive bar in Idaho, and they have the game where... Like the little Mega Touch. Mega Touch game at the bar. Mega Touch is the best. Like the Mega Touch Shout out, try screen <laughs> where you like touch and try to play blackjack on a Mega Touch thing mm-hmm. at a at a dive bar. You don't play blackjack, you play naughty word hunt. Well you, you play yeah, hunt. you play yeah. like the not like the matching game. Yeah. The matching game, there's the two women scantily clad and you see which the bra strap is hanging off on the left one, you click Classic all that. Classic bra strap. Or sometimes you screw with your friend and you do the dude one. But you're like, Oh man, <laughs> oh, you gotta find <laughs> naked bros all game. Oh. I'll do it. This is a gender fluid podcast, today. Um, but the the interface for the the POS system is the same exact as the Mega Touch. Like it looks the same, right. feels the same, same level of graphics quality from when half of our listeners were even born, like before then. Just if you upsell the special, like lights go off and stars yeah. fall down <laughs> from the top of the screen. I mean, it looks like Duck Hunt. Just, just <laughs> black it's and green. 2016, and it has TurboGrafx 16 level DOS. graphics. Yeah, yeah. That's... By the way, the story. I love how the the meal got organized at the Chateau. Oh yeah, the meal got organized. Our friend they valeted there, and. Uh, my girlfriend decides it's a great time to listen to music <laughs> casually while we're recording a podcast. Hearing the Friday new drops. <laughs> oh, wow. Wrong pod, babe. Wrong pod. Um, yeah, our, our friend was in the valet at Chateau Marmont, and the valet like rear-ended her car, and which is a bummer, but it has to happen at some point. Yeah, and gave her a voucher. 
thousand dollar food thousand dollar food and drink voucher at Chateau, which is pretty cool. Which is very tight. It's an awesome thing. Until to do. you told me how bad the food is, it's been a long time, <laughs> and most of the time I've eaten there, it's been like three thirty in the morning in somebody's hotel room. Oh, uh, well, I'm just saying. Bag? No, no, I'm just saying like that burger at three thirty. It doesn't. Mm. I'm not really going to be able to judge that thing. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean. When the when Matt Sorum is ordering uh, eight hamburgers to be delivered at <laughs> four in the morning, what are you gonna do? You and Keanu had some big yeah, nights, <laughs> man, back in the day. He used to be mine. <laughs> um, yeah. So and the food bad. Why and why at Chateau Marmont? This illustrious, I know. Breath, no hotel like it in in L.A. Dude, hotel food service is really hard. I, think I mean, it, like it, must, so it must be really hard. I don't know. It, did it ever have? I'm sure it's been good at one point. Yeah, it could just be in I, a I think it was right good now. at one point. It's, it's I don't of, think that long ago. I don't know, man. I mean, everyone sort of knows that the food there sucks, but you just go. What there did you get? Like, that was a bummer. Well, we had a pre, we had a prefixed meal. Oh, mama. wow, and that was bad. That's the a real. But bummer. the prefixed meal, but like, it's one of those places, like so many, like. Beverly Hills, old guard type of restaurants where the menu hasn't changed since yeah. 1998 or 1988. Just kind of tired old dishes. That mint jelly. <laughs> not well. that far. Um, just, yeah, mutton. Mutton with mint jelly. Just mutton and grain. Yeah. Mm. Um, but like... Did you get the boiled potatoes? No. no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of schmear. Um, yeah, we just had like turnips. <laughs> that were cooked underground. Root vegetables. <laughs> underground? Uh, no, there was there was a charcuterie plate which was served with toasted bread, but the bread was not there. There's no bread, and the charcuterie plate. I feel like I've they, they have a better one at Denny's. It was yeah. just the most sad charcuterie plate you've ever seen, and it was family style, a la carte. So every course came out. Just in big bowls or big plates that the table shares. God, that's so lazy. And so you just like they bring smart. out like here's a here's a pl- here's a plate. Yeah. I don't mind if the food's good. If the plate comes out, like here's the charcuterie, and like each person gets to have like one slice of like shitty pepperoni and a shitty piece of prosciutto, and you just eat it plain on your plate. Like there's no, no green there's no toast, there's no mustard, there's wow. no no cornichon. There, there was a jar, there was a jar of like seven olives, and that was it. <laughs> it was it was just olives and whack ass charcuterie though. And I that mean, was that it. seems like a bit of an effort to make something that poorly executed. It's, I mean, it's like when when Sam or I <laughs> will go DJ a party, and like the food platter that they put out, like the shitty promoter puts out a food platter. It, it was like it was worse than that. Right. Should have gave you some Cheetos, huh? Like if you if you went to Ralph's or Food for Less and like let me get the meat and cheese tray that you bring. To or you, your... if you forgot you had to make one and you had to go through your fridge and be like, oh shit, I better put something together. <laughs> like, is this a cold piece of pizza in the charcuterie plate? <laughs> like, yeah, it's really good. So <laughs> and smoked turkey. I'll cut it for you. New meta, new meta charcuterie. It was cold uh, pizza. It was dark. I'm sorry, Chateau Mamont. So but, Chateau, but probably fun still. Was there a cocaine course? Had a blast. There's no cocaine. Mm. Off brand. Um and odd, oddly affordable wines. Hmm. Like you like well, we nice. had two bottles of wine that were fifty dollars each. That does surprise me. At the chateau, that's yeah. damn low. They're like, yeah. look, we know this food's gonna suck, so drink a lot of this wine. <laughs> but was it any good, the wine? The wine, yeah, it was fine. But then the like the guy who's suggesting the wine for you is like a sexy twenty six year old actor guy. He's like <laughs> 
I really like the the super Tuscany Brioche, and you're like, yeah, what? Tell me about it. He's like, it's really good, man. <laughs> I got a lot of tables, dude. Like, is that <laughs> like nothing about it? Like, you definitely don't go there for the food. Mm. But this is also some great first world problem complaining. Yes, <laughs> this is this is pretty epic first world problem complaining. I know, like the same. The same Listeners, beware! Next time you're at the Vermont. <laughs> Yeah, this the same week that like lo- local is opening and serving affordable food to a uh, low income neighborhood to nourish our yeah, youth. I'm, I'm and so I'm excited to go about the charcuterie at Chateau Marmont. I haven't been. We made it. Do you know anybody who's been to local? Yes. Do they like it? Yes, they did. I'm excited to go. Mm-hmm. Wait, what happened? A little veggie burger. Oh, local. You went. I did not. I oh, was. If some, I was. If you guys knew anybody, you went. Mobbed out. For our listeners, local is Roy Choi, his new restaurant. Him and um, Patterson is his last Daniel name. Patterson yeah. from Chicago. From Chicago, they have like this amazing idea to do a restaurant that's affordable. It's the same price point as like a Jack in a Box or McDonald's, yeah. and you get. Same kind of food, burgers and fries, but it has like a healthy twist on it. Source responsibly. And beyond. I think it's healthy. They got bowls and they got little breakfast thingies and stuff like that. They have. Dollar coffee. Yeah, I think we talked about it with Zach. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, But it's open. But it is open now and it's been open all week long and there's still like a line of. 100 people around the corner. Yeah, there's one in San Francisco and then the one in Oakland in the works as well. Very tight. Can't wait to give it a shot. Yeah. The thing that was awesome to me about it was they're doing coffee with the guy from Tonks Coffee. Yeah. And you could get a delicious $1 cup of coffee, but also you can go there and buy the Tonks beans. Oh. And they're $8 a bag. That's great. Wow. So, to put that in perspective, like the bag of coffee that I buy every week is from Hart. And yeah. it costs $20 a bag, yeah. and it's the best, but it's damn expensive, and mm-hmm. over. And I shouldn't be paying that much money for coffee, but I'm hooked on it. But then, And then, like, Starbucks, whack-ass horrible coffee is like $13 for a bag of it yeah, or something. Yeah, at least. It's, they give you a bigger bag, though, so you can't really they scale give you that. A pound it's instead a lot of more, three. like 12 ounces is a stand- right to the third wave of coffee. So, you got to give you that. That's an extra four ounces. But still, it's cheaper than. But then you can get this Tonks coffee, which is known as a pretty good damn bean. Eight bucks, like it's it's worth. Well, he sold Tonks to Blue Bottle, and then Blue Bottle got bought by Pete's. I believe so. Yeah, and that's that's what I like. It's like the the dudes who selling the Tonks money. yeah, uh, the the guys who are like, I'm gonna start this company. It's gonna be what I believe in and dream of, and all that crap. And then it does super well. And then you sell it for fifty million dollars, and you're set for life. And instead of just like, I'm gonna go to Vegas and have prostitutes and go jet skiing and all that stuff. You're like, <laughs> I'm gonna figure out a way to make really great coffee for eight dollars a bag, so like everyone can afford it and not have to buy like the weird suspect Trader Joe's coffee that's going to be a bummer condom. For our listeners, we definitely just completely pulled the figure $50 million out of the air. In case yeah, the, no in idea. Case guy's listening, just like, I made like 400 grand. <laughs> Hi, Tony. How much do you think? Me. I'm going to say know, I'm going to say Tonks got too. bought for $10 million. How many years ago was this? Was three. Like, two or three. What do you say? I'm, I'm going to Google it. I have no idea. This is a classic this stew game. I'll go with a cold mail. 
One, yeah, I feel it's closer. I to say that ten, than 10 mil. You closer. say one mil. Andre, I'm closer to like three or two or three. But also they partnered up, and so you know maybe it was equity in blue bottle, exactly. You know, and a little bit of cash or something. But it was still a he small has, subscription operation. Yeah, he didn't. You know, it wasn't like ubiquitously in every coffee shop in L.A. or anything. But yeah. you could be. You could be right. I'm not. I just feel like that's. I don't Smaller numbers to, game. I don't want to be up in Tony's business. He's a good man. Yeah, he's a great man. Uh, I don't think it says. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you find that one. It's on the yeah. under under. <laughs> yeah. That one. But it is good coffee. And the East Sider, maybe. How how very anticlimactic that oh, yeah. was. I didn't see that one coming. I would have been shocked if you found that number. Tonks local. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> also, go to Watch Towers while you're over there. Pretty cool. Good what? Trip. That's adjacent to the Watch Towers. Oh, it is. I mean, it's in Watts, so right. Watts ain't that big. So it's a very good tourist is destination that a for those. On Watts? I don't think it's very big. Large. Like, talk about <laughs> square footage. You fam. think Watts ain't popping, fam? Nah, it is now. <laughs> hey, Watts, I seen your little city. Uh huh. It ain't that big. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, can we edit that? For all of our gang affiliate <laughs> <laughs> listeners, that was Chris Stewart. Chris yeah. Stewart, not Andre Cataparo mm. or Jason Stewart. All the uh, members of the Grape Street gang on 103rd Street. His name you. is Chris Stewart. <laughs> you can follow him on Instagram. <laughs> Yes, mom. Jason, yes. Your, my brother, just threw me under the gang. Send glass. him, send him a Instagram direct message of emojis of skulls, or just a bullet, bullet, and, and bullet. the gun emoji. They all send them all to Chris. Maybe the little black hole one. That'd be pretty good. Ugh. The black hole one. That one's really ominous. That's isn't that the best emoji? It's the best emoji. Just off topic. It looks like a in, in a inverted hockey puck. Mm-hmm. Pretty tight. Mm. It's a damn illusion of the mind. It's just vague. I love it. Um, um, you were just talking, we're going to talk about oh. the best thing that we ate this week first. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. First, just real quick, two, two small things happened before we had this. Andre brought over work protein powder. <laughs> Damn it. This is relevant. Nope. Off topic. It's not embarrassing. Hands off, bro. I, I make a smoothie very regularly, almost every day. We smoothie boys. Um, and I have like a hemp green protein, and I put in like a green superfood powder in there, all this stuff. You have this protein that's like a chocolate protein. You just mix it with water, and I took a sip, and it was pretty delicious. It was great. It is, it is a little too sweet for me. The but best tasting. Like chocolate malty. Very good, but sweet. this... Protein is chocolate flavored, but it's made out of beef protein. Oh, yeah, God. I'm not sure the process. It got recommended to me by somebody. It's actually explain exactly how this is the scientific <laughs> yeah. process. Is made. All right, you start by night bow hunting some cows, right? Okay. I these didn't are, know these, these are wild caught and stolen calves. I didn't know these beginning. were night shot cows. Yeah. Uh, they're poached. So you got to poach them off a ranch. It's it's poaching like the stealing or poaching like you boil them. Both. That's gross. Well, they taste dangerous. They taste game. good if they're <laughs> grass fed. They taste great if they're killed under the moonlight. Um, mm. I don't. I don't know. It got recommended to me. It's, it's low. It's very low in cholesterol for an animal based protein. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what they say about beef, about man. This. Very low in cholesterol. Ridiculous. <laughs> but it is very good tasting. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just something I take a little bit. If I can't eat right away after trying to do a workout. I'll do you taste any beef powder. in it at all? I do. Like a very, very kind there's of slight little, There's a little meaty richness. Like maybe not. I mean, you may not be able to put your finger on it if you were just given it. It's one of those things where told what it was, you, but there is like a little question mark at the end, and not a gross way. It's like, oh, this is different than any kind of soy or or whey protein, mm-hmm, right? But it's really good. It's really clean, high, low cholesterol, clean ingredients, 
Um, I don't know. There's probably something healthier out there to do too, but it works. It works for me. Oh, just a little salt and pepper at the end. Yeah. Yep. I recommend mm-hmm. sous vide first and yep. sear after. And like a Bordeaux. You do like a bouquet garnier in it and sure. you just let it sit for about 10, 15 minutes. Oh. So Get gross. some pearl onions going. <laughs> Stewie, you're such a traditionalist. <laughs> but, but it was a hit with Tastes everybody good. here in the house. Yeah, I like it. So yeah, all of our listeners out there who are listening to a food podcast but want to not eat food and have a chocolate shake instead, boom, catch me at the gym. Enter the code Do You Lift. For 15% <laughs> off your first gallon of carnivore meat protein. Trapped in. Is, is, powdered, it, is it powdered expen- beef protein? It's called carnivore. It does sound it expensive. It is called carnivore. It is called carnivore, and it's got a really obnoxious label, as you would imagine any kind of... A protein workout supplement? supplement has a shitty label? Are you kidding me? It was weird. It was oh, weird. Yeah. And another side note that, on that very similar note, which is going to be even more extreme, it's hilarious. My, my friend Scott... Um, Scott Wicken, who listens to the show, and he hey, do the uh, Scott. yes. I've, I have done a bunch of cooking videos with him. Does he work with the, the suit company? Well, yeah, with Combat Combat Gent. So yeah, Scott also Wicken. if you want to see those videos, you can you can look on on YouTube. It's a sick one at Good Girl Danette. There's a good one at Good Girl Danette. And loves them. All. Andy Riker. And you could follow Combat Gent on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, and they'll post. Videos and then I'll I'll retweet them and stuff like that. But you can go. There's a bunch of me like cooking stuff for you, going to restaurants, all, all that stuff. But he sent me this link or this image a couple of days ago. The the Keurig coffee makers now have beef broth pods. <gasps> that is really gross. Isn't that, that is isn't ethically that crazy? disgusting? And that is such a perfect example of a large corporation taking a trend and just destroying it in a way that makes no sense. <laughs> Like the last, the last place I want beef broth out of is out of a Keurig from a pod. True that. But also, uh, oh. if you are a real broth head, if you're a broth daddy and you love the stuff and you got to have it on the go, every hotel has a Keurig now. Pop some, <laughs> pop some pods in there, and then into into the coffee mug goes your broth, and then you just throw in a couple finely diced potatoes. Couple cuts of look, it and might, then like your ham, your leftover hamburger from mm-hmm. your room service, and you have a nice beef stew. I mean, it might be semantics. The guy who is taking powdered beef protein to argue against a beef broth Keurig pod, but I still <laughs> am going to take that stand and say that's disgusting. No, it, it's horrible and disgusting. I'm just trying to. Um, what would you do with it? I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to play brother's advocate here <laughs> and maybe see if there's another side. We have a this is an hour long podcast. We really got. <laughs> Ah. We've already we've already talked about <laughs> Grape Street Gang and we've already no, no, talked about again. point of sale systems. So. But then, I, but, and then him and I were thinking like, how exactly does how do you make beef broth powder in that's shelf stable? But then it's also well, pretty like ramen's much a, been doing it for it, years. It's so the same thing as the ramen packet. Certainly a, a a large scale way to do it. But then we're saying like, if we want to make our own like nice artisanal like awesome version of it. Would would it be the same thing if you went to like Bel Campo or somewhere and got some beef jerky of the highest quality, hit it in the food processor and turn it into a fine powder, put that in a tea bag, it's still shelf stable in theory, and then you just make beef tea? I have no sure. idea because I've never tried to make it, but I would imagine you you have to dehydrate 
uh, stock. You wouldn't take like jerky and puree it into powder. I think because that's going to be that's going to be a different that's going to be a different texture when it reconstitutes than having a dehydrated powder. Or, I mean, a dehydrated stock. Because mm-hmm. well, I mean, then you would get, you have dehydrated I mean, ramen, baby? Jerky. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could totally because they make. I mean, I don't know if this is the same thing, but do you remember that as a kid? And also, like, you'd probably just steep it for like a day. Do you remember like jerky snuff? Like, did you ever remember those? Like, they'd be like Kodiak tins of jerky, and it was super oh, were fine. They like, oh, yeah, 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 super tiny sure. little super fine shreds. I think it was a very big novelty item, but really, yeah. And you take it orally, not nasally, <laughs> not a, <laughs> not rectally either. But you could, but you could take the the thing and like smack it with your finger, like you mm-hmm. were, yeah, like dip snap, some, dip snap, yeah. But so it it's like it's like chewing tobacco for obese it's people. Tra- <laughs> it's like that or training wheels for children to get used to uh-huh. packing something real nice. Right. It's it's the candy c- cigarette yeah. equivalent. Yeah, some wintergreen Kodiak in beef form. Dude, menthol jerky, is it happening? I think it's happening. Do you, do we is is uh <laughs> is, it happened already? Is chew gonna be ever gonna come into like the the hipster lexicon into like, vogue? Yeah. Can that happen? Well, as long as baseball's not popular, and I don't think it's ever. I don't know, <laughs> man. I mean, I don't know how it would. Aside from people doing it, ironically, I don't think it's ever going to happen. It's pretty like it's the most straight shot to cancer as there is anywhere. Like I think over cigarettes, it's just like you always get some sort of gum disease or something. It's like terrible, terrible. That for fiberglass, you. baby. All of our chew chew head listeners yeah, out there. All our chew heads. No. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but I don't. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to, to see keep you around. I'd like to. I'd love to see the cross section of people who regularly subscribe and listen to podcasts and also chew tobacco. Like whatever that cross section of consumer is, is like a very special person. I'd like to get on that newsletter. I saw like a uh, I turn saw, those NPR up. <laughs> I saw a music video on YouTube that that had a lot of views. I don't know if it was called Dip Cup, but it was about dip cups by oh. like a rap rock band yeah. and it was very it was it was like very popular. No, there's a lot whole of culture around dip cups. There's a whole dipping generation and culture. Yeah. There's music videos, instructional. I'm not sure if they live in um, Silver Lake or if they're in Los Feliz Hills, <laughs> I mean, but I I don't know where they're I gotta, where they're centrally located. I think it's Palo Alto. Palo probably. Alto, yeah, Mountain Valley, Mountain Mountain View. Mountain View. Palo Alto. <laughs> I have some friends that are bizarrely really into to bull riding. Bull and riding. In Los Angeles, and I think the bull riders, you'll catch them like on an interview, and they're definitely dipping hard. Is it after like I think maybe some of the commentators eight minor racer talking. shots, and you're talking about being at Saddleback on a <laughs> on a Friday night? So, right. Stewie has <laughs> real cowboy up friends. I do. You do. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Fair dun, enough. Dun, wow. dun, dun, dun. This is Stewie's last podcast maybe for the stew. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are from Orange County. It's we don't like, like your kind here, boy. Stuff. Sorry. I think, I think he's a good man. And I, she's a good woman. And together they make the best bull riding couple that Highland Park's ever known. <laughs> yeah. That more like they're fans of it. They don't ever. They would never touch. The oh, they don't. They don't grab the. They don't grab the rope themselves. I don't think so. They watch on ESPN four. Yeah, they're good. Oh, like what is it? Eight seconds. Eight yeah, seconds. that was yeah. Uh, what's his name? Wahlberg. From... No, 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 from nine two one zero. Perry, Luke Perry, Perry. Oh, Luke Perry. The poor man's Wahlberg. I think it was his first. Very poor. His first feature after leaving nine zero two one zero. I think so. Bull riding was the natural course. From nine oh two one oh eight six, it's great. And eight great seconds great. was kind of a big movie. Like it wasn't like a small little. And it, got, it was released in theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a movie. It was eight eight seconds. It was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the strip tease. What that's that's a, that's the review. Boy. I bet you there's good food at bull rides. 
Yeah. Bull riding conventions. Isn't that what they call them conventions, right? Bull riding, bull riding conventions. conventions? Mm-hmm. Where, do I, uh, where do I check in for my laminate? <laughs> um, I guess they call them rodeos, not <laughs> yeah. bull riding That's conventions. They're still mm-hmm. clowns. What are we For all of our listeners about? out there, tweet. I was trying to segue into food. What would be good food no, at a rodeo? Yeah. I just didn't know no, because we would never. I mean, maybe I'll go. I'll go one day. I'll do a. I'll, you you know. could do an on site. Welcome to another episode of Gripping at Straws, <laughs> yeah. where we try to find Graphic. some way to circle the herd back to food. We've yeah. been. We've been. Advertising this for a while, and this is going to be Stewie's first bull ride. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The the time has come. This is the episode. I'll go. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> bull riding. I'll go. <laughs> we just keep like Stewie. No one asks. He's like, I'll I'll do I'll it. Fine, <laughs> fine, fine. Stop. Uh, I'll go. Please um, don't go, Stewie. We were when we had Zach Brooks on before. We were we didn't talk about it. I don't think, but the uh, the smorgasburg yeah, yeah. is a thing that has popped up. What's it's that? like this big giant. It's basically like a huge swap meet or flea market style event in Williamsburg that happens weekly during the the warmer months. But it's just all food, and then like a few vendors of oh. you know what? clothes and jewelry or whatever else. But people can set up their. It's like a. Their, they could set up their own pop up Grand Central Market kind of. So it's a huge, huge, huge thing in New York. And didn't Batali say that it was the best thing to happen to food? Ever? Yeah, like Batali, like all these people rave about it. And you just, you basically go and you buy a little stall space, like 20 by 20 That's space so or whatever it is. And it's like 200 bucks. And you, and then thousands of people come That's every a, week. You can make that work. And then you're able to. You don't do it every week. And you could set up your shop and. Make whatever you want and attempt to sell it to all the customers who are ready to buy food. Pickles, pickles, going to be coming at you soon at the <laughs> LA. Pickles, pickles. But that is coming to LA this summer downtown by the Alameda Produce Market. It's going to be a huge, huge area set up, and there's like parking for five thousand cars. It's That's like, the thing. Okay. Parking for cars. Yeah, parking okay. for That's cars. That's going to make it work. And for and for your horse. And there's. <laughs> But you, Beer from a horse. the thing that's interesting about it is there's no, it's not just like anyone can do it. You have to apply and submit to let them know like it's, they only have people of a certain quality doing it. So like there's no busters selling their, no busking, no, no buster busking. That sounds like a lot of work. That's going to be, it does sound like a lot, but, wow. but it can be the kind of thing where like, the guy, you know, like Chris from Night Market can set up and sell his pad thai S- to everyone. Sauces, yeah. And make a bunch of money. Or you could be like, hey, I came up with this really dope spring roll and I'm going to go, I'm going to spend $200, go to Whole Foods, get all the ingredients and make these spring rolls and sell them and I could make like a thousand bucks. Yeah. We got our classic Stewie Brothers hot dog spring rolls. You can yeah, you can make hot dog spring rolls. You could pretty good. So whatever you want. So it's and it's a good way of being instead of doing a pop up restaurant or trying to actually do a restaurant of your own or gathering investor money to have a store yeah. at a mall or a Grand Central Market or whatever it is, you have a low risk, low investment way of selling your food, spreading your brand, getting customer awareness, and then if it if it does horribly, then you're out a few hundred bucks. 
And yeah. if it does awesomely, then some guy could come up and say, like, hey, I want you to open up a restaurant and I'll pay for it. And Exactly. You, some cool things can happen. So that's very exciting. Um, Sounds like an episode of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> So when that I think it time. opens in LA in June, so I'm I'm definitely gonna have something set up there selling. Oh some yeah, stuff. yeah. Oh, you gonna Stugasburg? Why not? Shit. And I, I'm Present. sure I know. I think we are. Sick. This table, baby. Let's cover it. We just we could do the stew there. We could, we could hawk the stew for one thing. That's what we do. We just sell ideas. <laughs> 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 We're gonna, we're gonna. You could listen to us for free on iTunes, <laughs> but we'll be selling CDs of the stew. That's we're gonna be like the the woman at the Hollywood farmers market who sells poetry. Yes, yeah. that's yeah, us. Or we're gonna be like the scary guy on Venice Venice Beach saying, "Yo, do you like podcasts?" Yeah, hey <laughs> man. And then they're gonna put the the Discman headphones over your head and make you listen to an episode episode forty nine of the stew and be like, "Yo, this is this is." Bro, you you like podcast music? There's 57 more minutes, sir. This is dope. Do you have change for 100? <laughs> so that's happening. I'm excited. We gotta look that up. It's gonna be tight. Um, and also, much like that, Alvin from Egg Slut. Well, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Unit 120. His incubation space that he was talking about is now happening it's open and, and it's popping in. it's like the death star it's fully functional it's fully functional it's fully functional it's in chinatown adjacent to scoops and chego mm-hmm. below ramen champ which is sort of the same thing as the smorgasburg idea but on a lar- on a more precision uh, scale in terms of you have a, a restaurant concept and you have a menu and you might you could be a homeless person or you could be Ludo, or you could be anything in between, and present it to them. And if they think that it's a good idea, then they'll help you produce a, a, a pop-up dinner event. Show you how to, you know, in what order you should prepare all the stuff, and how you should set up your prep, and where you should mm-hmm. buy your food, and help you with service and everything like that. And then if it goes well, they can help introduce you to lawyers and. To accountants, to architects, to yeah. investors, like it's insanely cool, and it Expediters. sounds like I can't picture an undertaking that involves more work every, every week. Like you're starting yeah. just from scratch every single week. I wonder, mm-hmm. or a couple times a week. I mean, it's a big old kitchen. I just checked it out yesterday. Actually, mm. I went and got lunch. Stewie on the inside. I was just right. on the ground, Stewie. I, like I was it. just getting. Did they coffee. know you were there? Huh? Did they know you were there? No, I went inside, yeah. I just ghosted in there. No, I was invited no, I was inside. Oh, no, Thank I was you. I just kidding. They're, so for lunch, they're... Sir, sir, can you... Please? <laughs> sir, are you invited to the yeah, show, yeah, yeah. sir? They yeah, got yeah, me yeah. on the security cam, they, you know what I'm saying? They know me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Aimboy is open for lunch. It's delicious. Um, wrapped in banana leaves, rice-based dishes. Amboy. Amboy or Aimboy? I think it's Amboy. Sam, is it Amboy? Am or Aimboy. I know it's spelled Am, just Amboy, just spelled Am. Okay, just for Amboy. We just asked our local resident Filipino. It's a, it's like a. Yeah. So Philam is a Filipino American. Amboy is an American. Boy. Amboy. Mm-hmm. Merboy. American boy is a hot American track. Boy. You should <laughs> yeah. all download and check out. Even Fred Max did another one in there. <laughs> I like that this is himself. a room full of DJs and then Andre's like American boy. That's a hot track. It's yeah. fire. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys have checked it out, but. That kind of like a London swang. <laughs> oh no! 
closer to home. I made Andre a cup of coffee, and it's working. It's working. <laughs> I'm always on coffee. Heart coffee. So Amboy is open. That's that's Alvin from Exlet's other spot. That's mm. like a so lunch. Real stay lunch opening. is Amboy every day. Stay lunch every day. Nice. Just so they you know keep it rolling. Yeah. And, and have and it's just it's just a walk up window, and I think there's places to seat inside and outside. So Pretty much simple. like Burger Lords walk up window, and you go sit down in the yeah. little plaza or communal area. But mm. a more extensive menu than Burger Lords. What did you eat when you went there? Um, I I don't think it was turmeric, but it was I believe there was a natto. So a uh, chicken breast. I think the skin was off. It was really clean, really easy, just um, easy on my stomach. It's a great lunch. Lots of sticky rice, but not too sweet. Uh, tomato, cucumber, kind of salad and, and vinaigrette, like a scratch red sauce. I'm not quite sure what it was. Just like a like a thinner sriracha with more vinegar. Seems like it has a little bit of a Hainan chicken rice kind of feel to it. I suppose, yeah. I would say so. Um, Some like 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 a plain chicken breast that may have... Do you know how it was cooked? It was just... I just saw it just right, right there on, on the grill. Um, mm-hmm. it, yeah, the skin was off, which is, you know... It's good and bad. Once I ate it, I, was like, oh, I feel really good about this lunch right. decision. Yeah. I'm not like... I don't want to fall asleep because it was right before I started working mm-hmm. at a new place adjacent to that area mm-hmm. uh, nobody knows news alert i'm about to tell um oh. yeah. all right baby it's yang chow everybody yeah the new, the new king of slippery shrimp your boy <laughs> too yeah new job alert on the streets it was yeah so Nev, i think when he was on the podcast he mentioned wanting to do filipino food but mm-hmm. uh with more vegetarian influence and, 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 and sourced ingredients that kind of stray away from like the hot tray exactly. Filipino restaurants you mm-hmm. find in Filipino town, or just vegetables. Period. Yeah, right. Because I've noticed that Filipino food is not it's pork and chicken heavy. Less deep fried whole fish that have been sitting under a heat lamp for six to seven yeah. hours. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'll probably go after this. And try no disrespect to Filipino. No food. disrespect no. to Filipino food at all. Be but up. I think it's a thing that needs to happen because, like, like my girlfriend has told me, and I've been to family things where it's just like, no, there's no, we don't eat vegetables. You dumbass. We're eating. We can when you can eat crispy pork skin, carb and, and you're like, yeah, I get it. All right, glass noodles and, with and the uh, cracklings. All right. Mm-hmm. So it was great. Saw lunch spot, and then in the evenings, I know this weekend they're doing a pop up for these dudes, Lassa L A S S A, and that's uh, who will be guests on the show soon. Guests well. on the show soon. So yeah, I, maybe they. I think they had a couple spots open for Friday and some openings on Saturday. If you want to try to make a reservation, so they're going to do pop ups in the evening to there. This Friday is yesterday. Oh yeah, today. Oh yeah, we posted on Saturday. Yeah, maybe tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> um, but they're going to be a resident. A resident for a little bit. They'll be like a once a week thing, at, maybe twice a week or something, at, at this Unit 120. So you can go and try these young, cool Filipino buds in the neighborhood who are doing a great menu. Apparently, I've never had the food. But Orange County buds. It's very... Uh, I bet I'm sure it's very good. People yeah. love it, and like you, see, you see the guys at the farmers market every week. Like they're they're doing it the right way. Shout-outs to those fellas. Well, the, the, say where I'm working now? Mm-hmm. Is that okay? You tell mm-hmm. me, buddy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't. You're the gatekeeper, baby. Show us behind the curtain, Oz. I just wanted to ruin the podcast for, for an announcement. I'm just teasing. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, as of this Tuesday, I started uh, slanging burgers at the Burger Lords in Chinatown. Bang, bang. Got me a jacket. Heard it here first. Peep, peep game. Burger Lord jacket. I got pins. I got a shirt. I got it all. We sell them all at the farmer's market. Just kidding. 
So you, yeah, oh, baby. There you go. So, that so Stewie type. is now working for Burger Lords. <laughs> what are you going to be doing with Burger Lords? I'm going to be managing and then hoping to grow the company, giving the boys more uh, free time to do their their sweet, sweet marketing. Burger Lords started out as a really popular Tumblr while the Fred and Max were at at Winkster, and it was so big that you know they even like caught a meeting with Tumblr, and they have so many followers, and that they parlayed it to this restaurant years later. Mm-hmm. So it's just a simple walk up, in and out style, picture in and out, but with a veggie burger as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm Mexican just, cokes, Topo Chico. Yeah, that's gonna change. We're gonna go. We're gonna switch to uh, Cans. a salad drink. Actually, okay. That's also Soon. scratch veggie burgers. In case Scra- people were wondering, that's the one thing. Again, that's the one thing that's that's we actually have like a recipe for. Everything else is like slicing onions, slicing tomatoes. Yep. Uh, Thousand Island is from Follow Your Heart, so yep. it's veggies. Mm-hmm. But the yeah, patty so, would make so a the house. burger and fries is you know almost the exact same as what you would expect from like In and Out Burger. That elevated and good, but elevated and good. The, the quality Better. of ingredient, you know, it's a plain lettuce, cheese, tomato, special sauce, quality onions, SoCal burger. But right like SoCal the tomatoes burger. are really nice quality and fresh, and yes. the lettuce is a nice dark green leaf mm-hmm. lettuce, but not some gross clear iceberg that's been sitting out all day. Frying the fries, it's good. Right, then and there, they're frozen, so they're so 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 fresh when they're frozen. Just all this like zaps. The water out. Yep. So they're nice and light and fluffy. Rice yeah, and freezing oil. the fry really is a method that a lot of people will do even for homemade French fry making, not it's just because awesome. it's more Key. convenient. It's great. Yeah, you just pop. They have the the freezer to the left of the fryer. Just take out bag for after bag. Boom, bam. Mm-hmm. It works really well. Yeah, and that way you'll have a nice crunchy exterior, and then. Just a soft, airy, pillowy center. I eat a lot of fries. <laughs> well, that came from Good Girl, and we have great, fr- we you know, great fries there, spicy yep. fries, and mm-hmm. just like always got like, oh, this, you know, I got a couple little swag fries sitting around. I was like constantly eating fries. So, now I'm back. To for our listeners, Stewie eats eat all the fries. food that comes back on the plates from the kitchen. Is what he's trying to admit. To. Licks them clean. Why wouldn't I do that? No. Yeah, it there. sucks because fries. When when done correctly, you really it's like popcorn. You just you'll ah. eat, you'll you eat them until they are done. It's bad, and probably not much worse for you out there in the food world. Than yeah, well, that's why I'm really happy that that Amboy is open so that I can get a a nice wholesome lunch because in Chinatown there's it's hard to eat something that is yeah like a, a like where I can go right back to work and not want to take a nap. Mm-hmm. You can like mess with one jewel, of those. You can mess with... Uh, um, what's the, I'm forgetting the name, but you could mess with a little Vietnamese sandwich from that newsstand. That's true. Those are cheap <laughs> and delicious. But, mm-hmm. um, it's a little bit of a bad boy, though. Mm, it's a little bit of a mystery. I don't <laughs> know if it's a, yeah. But it was delicious. <laughs> yeah. And even, um, I guess, other than the, the lightest thing over there would maybe be the Pok Pok Pad Thai. And even that's like that's not even that light. Yeah, because Chego is like I'm gonna fall asleep. As oh, soon as Chego! I eat it. Yeah, Chego's nice. Chego time. kills you. Yeah, it's all delicious foods. Well, yeah, I listening. mean, if you if you get a, a veggie burger with vegan cheese, 
Like I ate it, I devoured mine, and I felt, felt pretty fine. good afterwards. Because it's like a, it's a burger that's the size of a burger that's supposed to be, and that's it's not just like a dumb, crazy giant burger. It's civilized portion, it's but a civilized portion, the way burgers are supposed to be eaten. But there's, if you follow on the on the gram, many a vegan because the shouts to the vegans, they love burger lords, mm. and they will often go triple. Patty Triple on the patty vegan burger. On the vegan burger. And often they'll have a double and they'll come back for another one. Things like that. Really? There's a lot of like, oh, kind of, maybe I'll just get one more for the road, you know? Well, that, a lot that, of that, that makes a lot of sense as we come from a vegan background where yep. if you, you know, if you don't live near Chinatown and you hear about this cool new burger spot that does a really good homemade vegan burger that's not like a dumb burger with sprouts and like a garden burger patty. Weird, Ugh, weird bunch worst, of toppings nasty. and like a, a mushroom eggplant thing, Leap. you know, just weird stuff like that. This is like the when you when you are vegan and you want a cheeseburger, this is what this is what satisfies you when you're like, oh, that Big Mac looks good. I can't eat it. Yeah. This gives you what you want. So you're like, I'm gonna eat this, and I don't want this to stop. So I'm just gonna get another one. And you just you eat until you can't eat anymore because you live in. Riverside or yeah. whatever, and you you don't know when you're gonna get your next fix. And it's so fresh and so small. A, it's so busy, so it's like we're constantly making them. B, there's no room, so we couldn't even make enough to last like more than really a, a day, like 24 hours. Right. So mm-hmm. it it's yeah, freshies it's like spot on every yeah. single time. I've had it a lot of times now, and it tastes the exact same, and it's always. Easy on my stump, on my tum tum, which is real nice. Consistency, Easy. baby. Easy mm-hmm. on your stump stump. Well, congrats. Thank you, buddy. Very the exciting. S- the smallest restaurant mm-hmm. I have ever worked inside of. With the biggest heart. With also, the, biggest the heart. cleanest restaurant currently. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. Yeah, super clean. <laughs> Mainly okay. because they're clean, but also because it's brand new. And it's yeah. not like when you go to a restaurant, like we took over the spot and we gave it a, a spit shine and. Yeah. And wipe the stuff down. But like, when you walk in this place, it looks like when you go to a kitchen in Ikea because everything from the tile gleaming to the it light bulbs to the electrical sockets is brand, brand new. So yep. it's, it's like a museum-quality kitchen. I mean, the flat top's starting, the plancha's starting to, to get a little nice patina. Nice patina. But that's you what want you that. want. You yeah. want that, baby. Yeah. But the, you know what's like that? Ambo, it's like that, too. It's like, wow, this is really nice and crispy. and, and sound. Mm. There's something to be said about a brand-new spot. But I'm really excited. It's fun to work with these guys. They're good friends, and it's uh, and I've already just ran into so many people I know. They're like, I don't know you worked here. It's like, well, it's been a day. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sweet. So well, I'll be there soon. You'll be there. Needless to say, I'm very might tired. might be there later today. Who I'll knows? Bring my veggie bread. Oh, oh. All right, we have a new segment on the show that we're going to start doing. Do we have a sound effect for it? No. Hmm. We can. We can. Maybe just look listeners up. send in your favorite sound effects for our new our new segment called the best thing I ate this week. The best also thing send I in your suggestions week. for the name for our new segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, w- I was talking on my other podcast, Tall Tales. We had a guest on named David Cho, who's a friend of ours. Who Hello, David? He's been on this podcast. Who's also been on this podcast? Who happens to be a very genius marketing and branding guru person he works food wise he works with like the john and vinnie guys and animal and ludo and all those people helping out branding for them and other restaurants and projects and stuff like that 
and he was giving me some pod strategies, and he was saying, like, you know, when you're reading a magazine, and even if, like, you don't like who's on the cover, and the stories inside might not be that good, you'll still read it because, like, the first quarter of it are the the monthly occurring segments Mm -hmm. that you want to check for, or, like, if you want to watch Jimmy Fallon, and you hate the guests, but you want to watch the monologue or whatever, you know, just sure. like something that happens in every show that you look forward to and everything like that. And, and he's like, you guys should just every episode talk about the best thing you ate this week. Like when you crack that new penthouse form and you go straight to the comics. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Got it. Even if you don't like the stories that month. When I go to my sports exactly. podcast, I go straight to the picks for the week. I know my spreads, my overs and my unders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> I'm in. Anybody? <laughs> All right. So my... Um, and it can be what something you've cooked yourself or something you went out for. But I'll go, mine is something I went out for. I DJed uh, my friend Max Joseph's birthday party this weekend. He's the the guy from MTV's Catfish, and, and he directed the Zac Efron DJ movie that I worked on. But he had his birthday at EP and LP in here in West Hollywood, who the chef is a friend of mine. I've eaten there a few times. Really, really, really delicious Southeast Asian, Thai-ish, Australian-ish um, restaurant that's awesome. We got to go sometime. Mm-hmm. But busy Friday night, packed restaurant, and they have kind of chef's table seating in the kitchen where, oh. like, like so many restaurants will have where you can pull up a, a stool at the bar, and the bar is basically, you know, I could touch the guy's mise en place and... You can talk to all the chefs and hang out with them and have a beer with them and crack jokes and you know listen to music that's playing and be like oh you should play this one song it's it's like a, it's it's a very good vibe very tight especially if you have no friends yeah at all and you can just go there by yourself and have a good time that's why'd you guys look at me hey. <laughs> <laughs> so he um, he sent out a few things for me that were all really good but the best thing that I had was he he calls them na ming wings. Which is a play on words for numbing Szechuan wings, Ooh. where it's just a very simple preparation of of wok fried wings with the dry. They were they were dry, no sauce, with the the Szechuan numbing peppers, and just that and salt, not like a five spice or anything. No, just salt, pepper with the with the numbing spices, and just with some herbs on top, the the red chilies, and then you just squeeze squeeze some lemon over it, and it was just the perfect amount of the Szechuan heat where you're eating it, and it's really spicy and numbing, but it's not enough to make you stop eating it. And they have dust in a little cornstarch, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, but they have. The uh, the tall boy cans of the beer lao, which is just kind of like a regular regular beer, but it's kind of like the it's a I think it's a Thai beer, but just like the tall boy Budweiser version right. of that. So you just have a cold beer and a frosty mug, and then then you're eating these Szechuan spicy wings, and you can just kind of do it all day long. It's so good. I took a picture of it. I'll show you. Mm. Sounds very good. There you go, guys. For our listeners at home, it's a delicious of wings (laughs) with parsley on 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 the Instagram. Stir-fried wings, Szechuan and dried chili peppers, scallion, and lemon. And then he brought out the case 
of beer laos. So there you're it just, is. You're just chugging oh, cold brews and eating. I'm surprised it's not a kefir wings. lime. It's a lemon. I like both of those. Very nice. A lot cheaper. But yeah, a lot cheaper. Yeah, I've you mostly get the leaves for the kefir lime, right? No, I mean definitely well, because they're the, more. The, yeah, I mean you can get the leaves separate. Well, they're more year-round vibes. Like we have kefir lime in front of Good Girl, but we don't have like the limes on them because they only come around so often. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Very good. So, um, and they also have a really good beef tartare that's served in Kara uh, Kara Kara chip. Not what is it called? Kara like Kara, like that. Like the oranges? Like the orange? Yeah. No, not like orange. What is it? Um, a shrimp chip. Mm, it is cassava rice crackers. So wagyu beef tartare with hot and sour seasonings <laughs> with really? crunchy cassava rice crackers. And uh, some some fresh cucumber. I guess it does kind yeah, of that's like up your. Shrimp. I mean, that's that looks fantastic. It's got Jason Stewart written all over yeah. it. Yeah, I'm a big tartar, tartar fan. I'm a. I'll take Sam, salmon. And then they have the. Uh, I think it might be kefir lime. Well, which uh, one's your favorite? This is the fourth <laughs> thing. Yeah, buddy. Said. Come on now. Uh, I think I. And then finally, the uh, the green curry abalone served in shell. Achi machi. So hmm. good. So with a little Thai basil, but um, that one, I, I say go there, have a cold beer and some Szechuan wings, and you are you are in mouth heaven. Okay, What's Andre, Andre, you're up. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. No, um, I ate a doghouse in Burbank Whoa. to do a yin and yang as far as high and low end. Um, doghouse in Burbank is really good. Oh, it's unbelievably good, and I've heard about it for a long time, and. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know we're all huge, huge fans of hot dogs. God, Lord. <laughs> um, and Burbank. Uh, so it's great. It's it's kind of got an oyster vibe in the way that it's counter service by number. Um, really nice menu of different sausages, hot dogs. They have burgers. Beer. Um, good beer. They have beer. Uh, yeah, they do have good beer. Um, tater tots, french fries, onion rings, kind of all hand dipped to order. Um, what else? Well, what did you have? Well, I had the. Well, oh, I was going to say, and they have all their sausages and hot dogs made for them, so they're not getting anything packaged. So it's it's kind of a an original there at Doghouse. There's one in Pasadena and one in Burbank, and I had the cowboy hot dog, which was. I mean, the the actual dog itself, just the furter, is so good. I mean, just is, the furter. It is so good. It tastes like a hot. It tastes exactly like the hot dog you want. It's got a little bit of crispness. The flavor is so on point. It's really juicy. I mean, I, 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 mm-hmm. it's not hard to say that it's the best hot dog in L.A. Ugh. I mean, a really good hot dog, you, it's hard to argue a better meat flavor than that. So Cowboy mm-hmm. Dog was really simple. Um, it was just uh, crispy onions, barbecue sauce, crumbled bacon. Um, Shredded cheese? Cheddar? No, no cheese. There might. Oh, you know what? There was a layer of uh, really nice American white cheese on the bottom of the bun that got kind of melty from the dog going on top of it. But the big thing on top of them sourcing and having all their own hot dogs and sausages made for them is that they serve everything on their own custom-made bun, which is a, uh, a topside split New England-style hot dog bun, but it's also Holy Hawaiian moly. sweetbread. So yes. it's a Hawaiian sweetbread that's not overpowering. And, and, and it's it. split from the top, which is my favorite kind of hot dog bun. I find it so much easier to eat that way because it just sits upright for you. Oh, that's crucial. So it, it appears that you get three King's Hawaiian 
buns that are stuck together and then split in half. That might be an older picture because the one I had for sure was definitely like a even all the way through mm-hmm, single mm-hmm, bun. Mm-hmm. But their sliders come on a single tiny square Hawaiian roll, sweet Hawaiian roll. So Cowboy Doghouse. Yeah, it was so good. That's the one? Yeah, I need to remember to go to Doghouse. It's, I mean, hot dog is one of those foods where you're like, you feel very guilty eating them because... And they're not, they're charging like $6 a hot dog. You know, it's mm-hmm. not super expensive. That's not bad. Um, and right one up. hot dog is fine. I mean, it's really, w- yeah. one, it's all you should eat if you get a hot dog mm-hmm. is one hot dog. I'm a bad person now. But like, it's enough, it's enough to leave one full and not gut it. But there's, there's a difference bad. between one hot dog the in the little bun with a squirt of mustard on it. Yeah. And then this, which is like a fully loaded It's gigantic. Meal. Oh, and their chili is really good too. Very, very simple style drive through chili, mm-hmm. but excellent, and I, I'm sure fresh made the way it tasted. And I, I say you put up a very, a really well done, fully loaded, thought out hot dog versus the same uh, version in burger form. Hot dog wins. Hot dog wins all day. Every long. time. But it's so overlooked. When you, yeah, when you try to get really, I mean, yeah, when you try to get really out of the box on hamburgers, it just like, it, Bun. It's tough. It's tough because that the meat of the subtlety of a really good hamburger patty, it, it, it is a subtle thing. Like the flavor from a hot dog itself, a good hot dog is like it can burst or anything. It's like, mm-hmm. and so when you're losing that, when you're just so many toppings on a burger and it takes away from the meat, that shit doesn't happen it's with a, a hot dog. Mm-mm. It only elevates it, complements it. It's true. The hot dog is so God, strong. Hot dog. That further in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Mein Foto? Doghouse, boys. Lunch. Lunch. down. I have to go to work. Any excuse to get over there to Warner's? I gotta eat fries. Checking my boy Robert Evans. Take a (laughs) meeting. Oh, that sounds nice. (laughs) All right, Uh, Stewie. I'm on the Stewie, what is the best thing you ate all week in the last seven days? Can I have your help with this one, Andre? Because you were there with Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Sour pork ribbits from Pock Pock. The sour pork ribbits from Pock Pock. So they look if you yep. sour pork yeah. riblets. Yeah. So I think a, so. It's a little starter. It, You're talking about the piece, the boar collar pieces. Uh, I, or wait, no, 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 no. You were talking about the riblets. We had so many good things at yeah, Pock Pock. Um, right. There were riblets, and then there was the boar collar pieces. Yeah, those are the riblets. The riblets so, served with uh, spicy um, boiled peanuts with crispy sure. kefir lime leaves. The skins on there are so tasty. Yeah. Mm. You get a little cabbage with it. Mm-hmm. The riblet. It looks like a pig in the blanket, but Instead of the pig being in the inside, that's the the bone. So you eat it right off the bone, and it looks like it's going to be kind of dry. It was like, oh, I guess I'll try that little thing. It was and not. You eat it, and it's so full of flavor. And I don't really know how it's sour and how they cure it. Maybe you have some insight on it. I don't know. I don't. I do I have not. no idea how they do it. It's uh, they're Pock Pock, the, the new one in Chinatown that's not the Pad Thai version. They're really known for their wings, mm-hmm. and those were exceptional. But I think I prefer the riblets. So it's kind of like to picture it. Shots fired. To paint the picture, like you get a standard rib, and then you cut into the like you get a rib that's like yeah, three so. inches long, and then you just cut it into like three like one inch pieces Maybe or something three quarter like that. Inch. Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah, it's like it is on it, the bone. So you just have these little it, like two by two cubes of meat with the bone on, uh-huh. and then you cook. When it cooks, it the meat shrinks a little bit, so then the mm-hmm. little the edges of the bone are sticking on the sides. It's kind of Fred Flintstone-y. you know. Very. It looks like like a yeah, honey. A I shrunk the Fred version. Flintstone exactly, so. um, and it just was bursting with this 
this delicious flavor, but it was not juicy. It was, the flavor burst. It was not but dry, the, but, but not it, juicy. It wasn't juicy. It was a trip. It was such a trip. And they have the other thing, which you said was the, the beef collar, which is also quite yeah, dry. Yeah, the boar collar. It's basically the little it tiny pieces. It I think it was boar. boar. Or buffalo. Boar. But still, it was basically jerky, right? No, that was different. That, that was, was like buffalo the... jerky. We had a lot of stuff at Pock Yeah, we Shout had everything at Pock wedding. Yeah. Oh, man. So how do you think these ribs were cooked? Braised first and then fried? No, I mean, they almost seem dried. I don't know how, but um, it, it's kind of, for me, looking at a, a very specific cultural cuisine where you're just like... I'm not gonna. I can't take a guess until I see how you guys do. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It's about very it. interesting. That's kind of why I, I, I wanted to pick it because I just I was so I never I don't really have a reference for it. I've never had right. sour pork anything. It was so dry. I don't know how to describe and it. Like served, rib, but it's dry. Was that served with peanuts? Yeah, it was served with peanuts, peanuts and, peanuts and raw cabbage. A great contrast. You've got the nice crust of the, a crunch of the peanuts and then this like tender, tender beef ribbit. And then are there a good little daikon? Maybe a little pickled daikon there. Yeah, some cabbage. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It's very good. Uh, that's ginger, <laughs> raw ginger slices. That's a big old ginger. Good lord. Yeah, yeah. Um, so highly recommend it. And then, if you're a smart man and a stew listener, you will take those bones to go <laughs> and bring them home, <laughs> and you will make or, some. I don't know if they're Spaka esque quality, <laughs> but yeah, they're tiny little. Hey, guys. Free, they can work. you can make it work. Free yeah. bones is free bones, and pork bones you don't come across all the time. You get McCall's chick- sells. I, I found out this week McCall's when they have them sells their bones for I think two dollars a pound. Mm. That ain't bad. That's, That's not bad at all. It's very nice. And they have a lot of bones. Just yeah. the bones that they don't need. Yeah. If you yeah. thought that Keurig broth could be any better, <laughs> you should try making your own at home. So yeah, just grab those bones. You know, it's not going to be a bunch. Put them in a pot. Fill it up with some water. Let it cook all day. Just put the put that rib bone inside of a mug. Put uh, hot water over it. Drink it throughout the day. Boom! You got yourself. <laughs> it's just talk. Steep it. I mean, it might not be terrible. It might not. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. We no, did thank it. you. Thank you so much. Thank you, listeners. We did it. We did it. Uh, the stew happens every week. If you like the show, subscribe on iTunes. We really appreciate that. We're climbing the charts on the food. On the food. <laughs> on the food. Clawing and scratching. Every son- every Saturday morning, go listen. Tell a friend if your mom likes it. Have your mom tell a friend. Our moms all listen every time. Hey, Joe. Mm-hmm. Thanks to all That's of our fans. Moms. All of our millions of fans. <laughs> <laughs> Food powerhouse Chris Stewart is yeah. at Stewie Stewart on Instagram. It's Stu Stewart, I think, actually. Culinary guru, undercurrent power on no social media. No. I am at them jeans on Instagram and Twitter, all that stuff. Make sure to follow me and only me <laughs> <laughs> for cool, the coolest pics. Mm-hmm. The hottest gifts. And some good gifts. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.